Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. How was, uh, how was your Thanksgiving? It was pretty good. We ended up going to my cousin's house. And they did the whole shebang. I really, I really enjoyed just showing up, eating, and just hanging out. So he told me he started cooking at 10 o'clock. Jesus. And I just can't fathom, bro. Just cooking so much food for so many people. It's all day, too. It's all all you day. Do. It's all and you're just, thinking about all day. Dude, he was like, I kept checking on the turkey. And then he's doing the turkey. Then he's doing, like, the like broccoli and cheese casserole thing, Majigger, dude. He's doing, as soon as he's finished one thing, he has to do the next. So, I'm pretty glad I just show up and eat, dude. But, dude, I've, and, I... I certainly have taken it for granted because I've always shown up and eat. I've never had to prepare a full Thanksgiving meal. The most preparation I've ever put in was a Friendsgiving. I hosted one of those. But still, that's, I mean, you, you get everything organized enough. You know what's going to show up. You, you can limit the amount of work you have to do. But if you just don't yeah. communicate with anybody coming, then yeah, you have to prepare a whole Thanksgiving. But I coordinated with some people and I had to like, I limited myself. I think I only did like two dishes. And I had a girlfriend at the time, so I didn't really have to do anything. It was nice. It yeah, was, uh, it was really are cool. Because you could like delegate, like, hey, can you bring this? Hey, can you bring this? Yeah. Can you bring a I'm pie? Sad. I didn't get to go. I either didn't get invited or had never heard of them uh, prior to just a couple of years ago. Like, I didn't do them in college at all. I did actually, I did one in college. So. It's kind of a bummer I didn't discover those earlier because I think it's a really cool tradition. I like going out and doing one a year at least. Yeah, they're pretty cool. But, I mean, other than the food, dude, I kind of spent most of the the break. I was watching some of the Cowboys game, but I was watching the, I don't know if you saw the the, the Adams Family Wednesday show. That's no, kind of like centered on, on the character Wednesday. Mm. Dude, it was so good. Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, you're not familiar with, with the Adams Family? No, not really. Bummer. That's a that's an uncultured move by Alex right there. That's what that is. Bummer. Um, Super disappointed. You watched so you you watched this this Wednesday character or something? Explain it to me. Okay, okay. So it's a show. So you remember the Adams family, right? Okay. Yeah. The do 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 do. Yeah. No. No. I got you. I'm I'm familiar. I just didn't watch the show. Yes. So it kind of. Kind of, she goes to the school where her mom goes. It's called Nevermore, and she kind of—it's kind of like, kind of like a high schooly thing, where she kind of goes. There's there's a bad bad guy, you know. There's a protagonist, an antagonist throughout the whole thing. I don't want to give you too much. I, I'm pretty sure you're not gonna watch it. Spoiler alert, because you're probably not gonna watch it. No. So there's like this like bad. It's called a hide, like Jekyll and Hyde. He's kind of just like killing a bunch of people and shit like that. And they're kind of just, it's like a mystery. Mm. But it's really good because like her character is super like morbid and dry. And she's just, it's her, her character is fucking awesome, dude. Nice. But it's, you, it's a really uh, good story. Interesting. Well, I would tell you I'd check it out, but to be honest with you, I don't think I'm going to. Maybe I'll get on one of those random binges where. You know, like one day I can't remember how long ago I just watched all of the Rockies just in one day. Basically, I just decided I was like, I need I need. No, I mean, like it was in my head like I needed to. But then I enjoyed the first one so much. I watched the second and I enjoyed it and I just kept watching them. I think I watched. Five of them, because I think there's seven now, maybe even more. Um, There's so many. So. uh, But. Maybe I'll get on that kind of bender one day and decide to watch The Addams Family. Uh, I did not get a chance to watch Black Panther, unfortunately. That wow. was, I thought it was booked one day. Turned out it was a day earlier. Was not available to go see it. But have you seen it? I've I've talked with enough people and I've told them to spoil it for me because I won't remember all the spoilers. Uh, I just tell them, like, give me your honest opinion and don't. I don't care about the spoilers. So, oh, side note, sorry to backtrack a little bit. It is produced by Tim Burton. So it has like the little Tim Burton oh, feel to it. Gotcha. Okay. Dude. Adam's family. Well, it's 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 called Wednesday because that's the oh, name Wednesday. of the character. Okay. But it's really good. But 
for for Black Panther, man, dude, I actually really enjoyed it. Okay. I was I was kind of skeptical on on how the story was gonna go, but I was pleasantly pleased on how. Man, I don't want to spoil too much uh, on how. I mean, you can go ahead and talk about it. It's like I'm still gonna go see it. Yeah. Okay. So you know what happens with like with her character, right? No, I don't remember. It's been explained to me, but just just go for it, man. Just just spoiler alert right here. Big Black okay, Panther okay. spoiler. If you haven't if you haven't seen it, just go for it. So she becomes a panther. Okay. But there's there's this whole thing of like how she becomes a panther because you know all, all the um what's his name destroyed all the all the flowers. So she kind of has to like recreate the flower, and like it's pretty cool because mm. she she does it with like her whole fucking Jarvis looking thing. It's it's awesome, dude. But for her, I don't know if you remember. Whenever you drink the the flower, you, you see one of your ancestors, and they're the ones that kind of pass it on to you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, I mean, obviously you know who she wanted to see, and that wasn't the person that she ended up seeing. And it's kind of this conflict within, like, her character of, like, the type of, like, panther she's going to be and, like, the type of person she's going to be and, like, who Mm -hmm. she is. And, like, that internal struggle, like, of her character was, like, really, really good, especially because the bad guy, the, the, like, underwater Atlantis guy, yeah, who. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard about, you know, the premise of him. The king god snake or whichever. And then, like. His his character is cool because kind of like Killmonger, where where you kind of like Killmonger in a way. You're kind of like ah, I'm kind of rooting for Killmonger. This you're kind of rooting for this guy, like you like him. Like his character is obviously like the bad guy, but you like him. Like it's pretty it's pretty weird, but you're kind of rooting for him. And then so they kind of have like this conflict going on, like her internal conflict, and then like his conflict with his people and like against the world, but. I heard it was, it was a bit long. It was long. It, it was a lot going on. Like they probably could have cut it down thirty minutes for sure, and it would have been ten times better. Yeah. Is uh, but you feel like it's kind of is it better than Doctor Strange or what do you think? Because oh. I think Doctor Strange is really really good. Dude, yeah, Doctor Strange is really really good. Better than Thor. Oh yeah, yeah. Th- Thor. Thor was more just like a funny like for the. So in between the- Thor and Doctor Strange, you would say. Yeah, just because like for for Thor, you kind of were just expecting like the lulls, and it was yeah. kind of just, you know what I mean? Like it was funny, but it wasn't hilarious funny. And this one was, I I think this one kind of gets you more just because of the feels. Yeah, I heard like, that they did a good Chadwick Boseman remembrance, you know, yeah. theme in the beginning at least. And that that's kind of the thing where like if if that wasn't part of it and. Like the character, like kind of like he was, like his memory, maybe it wouldn't have made the ma- the movie so good. But you still kind of have that, like one of those little things that kind of you know just make you feel away. Especially there's that post edit, uh, post uh, end credit scene. Man, yeah, make it gives you the feels, bro. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I got to go see it. I think it's one of the ones I have to actually go to the theater because the other ones I've waited I waited for Thor and I waited for Doctor Strange I didn't go to the theater for them that's why I've been telling people just to spoil it for me because I I may go you know I may I may decide this weekend I'm going to go see it just randomly or I might just wait 30 days or however many until it comes out on Disney Plus who knows so but I'll keep you updated if I see it I'll let you know I've just okay. heard it's really long it is, it is really long I don't want to spoil the end credit scene I do want you to experience the end credit scene but it's pretty smart what why they what they did and why they did it. So it kind of lets them open up the multiverse, and mm. there being reasons for a Black Panther still being in the multiverses. Interesting. Okay. They're yeah, so I, smart. I, I've heard I've heard good and bad things about it, so I'm curious to see how I will view it. I guess. Um, Thanksgiving is always an interesting holiday for me, though. Like I said, I had something booked, so. My parents being split, I have two Thanksgivings. And it, it works out well. We've got a system. I go to one on Thursday and the other on Friday, and I get two meals. I get double the amount of leftovers. My whole weekend is basically just a blob the whole weekend. <laughs> I, I don't do much except for driving between those two houses. Uh, so I unfortunately was 
planning on going to see it with one family, but they booked it on the other day's family or the other family's day. So I couldn't go see it. But I'm kind of curious. This is always the question that comes up. Is Thanksgiving the meal? Is it really that good or is it overhyped? And if it's really that good, why don't we have it more than once or twice a year? I don't think it is. I, I think for the fact that you don't have it all the time, it's good. Because when the fuck, like, you don't go somewhere like, oh, I want some turkey. Well, except rodeo turkey leg. That's true. That's the only one. I think that's the only one that passes by. But, I mean, other than that, like, I think for us, we try to kind of, we don't do, like, the casseroles they usually do for Thanksgiving other than Thanksgiving. I, uh, so I, I, I kind of love it, dude. I I mean, I have I have it twice over the over the course of this holiday and then essentially christmas is pretty much the same meal i mean there you change some things out i don't think turkey is necessarily as popular on christmas but i definitely have ham i'm a i'm a ham guy dude i can't really turkey is is hit or miss with me it can be so damn dry and if it's if it's dry and i gotta just drench it in gravy and people are like, oh, it's so good. I just no, I don't, I don't, I don't get with that, dude. The flavor it's of the turkey miss. has to carry itself for it's me. It's so hit or miss. It is. I got a, I got two good ones this year. Both uh both my families did did good jobs. They were both not crazy dry. Uh I like I like mixing the cranberry with the turkey a little bit. That that helps it. But if yeah. I gotta do that, I just I'll eat ham straight, dude. I love ham. Cold, it doesn't matter, dude. Okay, so this is so you do ham for Christmas? Uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah. We typically do like a ham or sometimes we'll do turkey, I think. Just depends. See, dude, I'm, I'm making you a plate this Christmas. So we do tamales. And then we do I'm like, it's, uh, have you ever heard of buñuelos? Uh, no. Okay, dude. So it's kind of like, like kind of like masa, you know, like the, the thing you make like tortillas with? Yeah. So you kind of like stretch it out like, man, you do like a little ball and you stretch it out real thin and you fry it. And it kind of becomes like a little crispy. And you, and you put like this glaze over it, kind of like this like maple-ish glaze. And it's super sweet. Oh my God, dude, they're like this big. They're, they're huge, probably, man, probably about a foot, but like just in diameter. And it's just glazed, but it's super, super thin. It's just glazed and like maple. So they're like little strings? No, they're like legit, like just rounds. Like imagine like a disc, like a frisbee, dude. They're like legit frisbees. Oh, and they're just like coated, bro. Like the syrup. Oh, I see the ball. You stretch the ball out and becomes yeah, like a disc. Dude, like, okay, you just I see. sit there, dude, and like and you just kind of stretch it over your knee, and then you kind of just fry it, dude. They're so good. Uh, dude, sounds and good. Then, you have me a tamales, dude. That's all I need, dude. They're but so good. I. I mean, I could understand if we had Thanksgiving, like if you had a Thanksgiving meal, like right before summer, I feel like that'd be pretty weird, right? Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't just do that at a random point in the year, right? Okay. How so do you feel so about it like has to be overhyped. If you're not going to do it at other points of the year, it has to be overhyped. Okay. What about like the seasonal like flavors, like pumpkin spice and like the peppermint? Because I really like those. But I really like them because they're seasonal. Exactly. And that's like the psychology behind it, right? Like that's because like if they served it year round, pumpkin spice wouldn't be popular. It wouldn't be nearly as popular as it is. No. Just because the idea it's like you can only get it during this. I mean, fuck's sake, McDonald's has been running a McRib commercial for so long, dude, about how the McRib is leaving. And that's all they talk about is how the McRib will eventually leave. And that's their whole marketing scheme behind it. So, yeah, if you have seasonal flavors, it's definitely going to attract more people. And I think it definitely plays a part because I'm, I'm kind of thinking back on it real fondly right now. But like the sweet potato casserole, man, so good. Green bean casserole, so good. Mashed potatoes are always good. And then, you know, usually we'll get like Hawaiian rolls or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's just, just a total like carb fest. That's all it is. Just all you can eat carbs. And that's kind of what makes it so damn good. Because <laughs> you, you legit, I, it puts me to sleep. Yeah. It, it didn't when I was younger, but like the last couple of years, I've eaten enough to where it's, it's put me to sleep. I think, I think that's why like it's perfect for like football to be on all day because you legit oh, yeah. eat and don't want to do anything. 
Or oh, yeah. it's perfect for like Christmas movies. Well, I'm a big sucker for like Christmas movies, like Christmas rom coms and shit like that. Mm. Dude, that's that's it right there. Christmas rom coms. Oh my god, dude! I love Christmas rom coms. Absolutely, dude. Can we even but, transition to sports after you saying that? <laughs> well, all right, I'll give you one that's perfect. It's perfect that anybody will like, okay. and it's an old one. It's a classic. Okay. And it has Ryan Reynolds in it. Have you ever seen Just Friends? Uh, let me let me take a look here. Hilarious, dude. No, I have not seen this. Oh, is this the? Is it? Yeah, I think I have seen this where he's. Uh... Yeah, he he used to be fat in high school, and he's kind of friend zoned by this one girl. And he like goes out, becomes famous and rich and shit. And he goes back to his hometown, and now he's like Hilarious. a stud. And he kind no, of like, man, I... I'm gonna get her. I'm good, dude. You're you're a fan of those. That's that's so funny. Christmas rom coms. That's what have... gets. That's what pulls at the heartstrings right there. Yo, bro, but that's Elf, man. That's different, dude. It's not a rom com. You gotta watch. Just Friends is one that you have to watch. It's it's not even. It's not one of those Christmas feel good movies. It's just a funny ass Ryan Reynolds movie. It's a classic, dude. Okay. We can do that. So instead of watching football, you watch Christmas rom coms. Did I love you Christmas watch the games on Thanksgiving? Actually, yeah, well, I watched. I watched them, but we have. What time do you usually have dinner or like Thanksgiving? Uh, like four, usually like three or four. Okay, so, so this is this is kind of weird because I was having this conversation with my coworkers. They have it like around one, so they kind of like cook and then have it around one, and then kind of just mingle. We have ours like around six or seven, dude. Like it's legit dinner. That's that's wild because I don't eat anything the whole day because I feel like that's probably the smartest thing to do is just not eat anything because you're gonna eat an entire day's worth of food <laughs> at like three o'clock. But I mean, I've heard of people eating at one. I wouldn't eat probably at like seven. I mean, think about it, if you eat at like seven. Oh my god. It's you just sleep dude. all night, dude. You wake like, up, you feel like shit because you didn't do anything the rest of the day. Like it just sat in your stomach. This time it was real close to six, and it kind of sucks because everybody show up at five. Everybody show up at five, like five forty-five, and nobody's really there. And it's like, fuck, dude, I'm hungry. Yeah, but there's always the stragglers you have to wait for too, which kind of sucked because I really wanted to eat and watch the Cowboys game. But it was kind of like towards the end of it already. And I was like, oh. And then I was I was not excited to watch the Patriots game. Because I thought it was going to be a blowout. I was like, oh, we're going to get demolished. But then it ended up being a really, really good game. Mag how, Jones, about, how, about that, uh, how about them Cowboys, though? Let's talk about it. Oh. Bro. How about the NFC Least is looking pretty good this year. The, uh, the Cowboys top the New York Giants. Both coming in at 7-3. and three. So Cowboys now eight and three, Giants seven and four. Cowboys are second in the division. Uh, good to them or good for them. Um, at the end of the day, I think Danny Dimes is always going to be a liability, man. I think that's just that's just it's kind of I feel like the conversation uh, coming out of this game, uh, other than the fact that the weapons for the Cowboys showed up. I have two of them on my fantasy team, so they finally showed up: CD and Zeke. Zeke finally had a good game. But, Whenever I decided to put him on my bench. <laughs> Tony Pollard uh, had a pretty good game, too, last week and this week. Um, yeah, the ceiling is Daniel Jones with this team. I think we're learning that. It's not the coaching. It's not the running backs. It's not... I mean, the weapons are not really there. Uh, but I think the, you can only go so far with Daniel Jones. And 7-4, if they finish out, you know, third in the division, that's pretty good. You know, with a Plus 500 record, I consider that a win for their season. Uh, but they have some questions to answer. Absolutely. So you, you feel like this said more about who the Cowboys are? Because it, it's obvious the Giants are pretty much who we, who we thought they were. But this was kind of more like a resurgence of, of the Cowboys players. How much credit do you really give them for beating the Giants? I mean, they, I, let me see. They were... They, they came in... Lost to the Lions last week. So they were seven and two. Uh they came in after a loss. I don't know. I 
Yeah, I guess this does say a good amount about the Cowboys. I mean, they're finally piecing something together. This was a big win for them. They needed it. Uh, just to keep that confidence going, man. They gotta they they need as me- as much positive energy, positive vibes going up into the playoffs as they can possibly get because all the shit they catch once they make it to the playoffs, they need to they need to have some momentum going that way going that direction. Yeah, but man, I don't know. I, I feel like Mike McCarthy still Mike McCarthy made some pretty bonehead decisions. And the the one that's kind of upsetting to me, I still don't think he's the number one receiver, but man, he's he's been balling out lately. The CD Lamb, bro, CD. He's been making some tough catches. The one, the one in the end zone, the touchdown. That seemed like a touchdown. It definitely was a touchdown. Absolutely. Because that it one seemed... was bullshit. I was pissed. I didn't get that. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I I want him. I want him for fantasy, bro. But what what about Dak Prescott? How are you feeling what about, about Dak, Dak Prescott? Prescott? Look, what do we back. what do we think he is? Like, do do people want him to be a top five quarterback? Is that what we expect him he's to be? Not. Yeah, he's, he's not. not. Like, I'm not. I, when we keep asking the question, like, you know, what do you think about Dak Prescott? I think he's you know a top ten quarterback in this league. That's what I think he is. He's a he's a fringe top ten quarterback, and for him to prove to be a top five, a consistent top five quarterback. I don't know, but I mean, is he sometimes a top 15? Yeah. So that's where I have him. And I don't think he's changed much since, you know, basically the injury. See, I'm with you, but I'm, I'm, I might hyperbolize this a, a tad bit. I think the gap between like a Patrick Mahomes and a Dak Prescott is way bigger than like Dak, Dak Prescott and Cooper Rush. I don't think Cooper Rush is that far off <laughs> well, from yeah. Dak Prescott. But Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Well, okay, I I would even say there's a big gap between Dak Prescott and somebody like uh, uh, Vikings. Oh my God, Kirk Cousins. Like Kirk Cousins, I would much rather have Kirk Cousins than Dak Prescott. Oh, by a long shot. By a long shot. I mean, I like Kirk Cousins. Don't get me wrong. Um, shit. I, I mean I can't after saying he's a fringe top ten, top ten quarterback Dak Prescott I can't I can't say Kirk's better than him so I just I like I like Dak Prescott more I think Kirk Cousins dude you want to talk about <laughs> fading in the limelight <laughs> I think that's that's the ultimate crutch right there is you can't tell me he's better than another quarterback if he loses in primetime games. Yeah, he, he needs to get away from that. He needs, he yeah. needs to play off. If run. he starts winning in primetime games and if we see that an issue of the past, then I'll give it to him. But no, Dak Prescott's better than Kirk Cousins. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I take Kirk Cousins any day of the week, except Sunday Night Football. Okay, well... Regardless, I think the Cowboys are positioning themselves well for the playoffs. I don't think the Eagles are going to lose their first place seating, but I, I mean, good Eagles win for game. them. Are you, you going to jump to the Eagles? end of the weekend? Dude, I mean, just because I'm really stoked about the Eagles. You're telling me, brother. Because so me, me and my cousin have this running joke. And it's kind of funny. So we were like, man, Patriots ain't doing good this year. And we were like, and his girlfriend was kind of like, man, that must suck. And we were kind of joking. We were like, nah, we're Tampa fans. We've been Tampa fans for, since day one. And then we jumped on the on the Eagles bandwagon for a little bit. And then we jumped onto the Vikings bandwagon when the Eagles lost. And we, we're back on the Eagles, bro. Dude. I'm, the video came out of, uh, of Kelsey and uh, what's his name? Uh... Nayata? Uh, oh, you talking about the Christmas album? Dude. They're, they're doing the singing. Fly Eagles Fly after that, dude. <laughs> sold. Sold. I'm sold because they're just absolutely disgusting on the ground. 363 rushing yards, dude. Just shove it just right down their throat. That's, I love that. I love seeing my quarterback run for 157 and throw for 153. <laughs> it's just he's an absolute dog. He he's an animal. He's Everybody so poked fun at him for for squatting 600 pounds. Like, why the hell would a quarterback ever need to lift that much weight? And why does he do that, bro? Because he's a dog. 
Dude, and he's so fucking fast. <laughs> he's so good. People had questions about him. And yeah, his throwing wasn't really all all there. But if the production on the ground is yeah. even remotely on the same planet as this, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> At least yeah, he's not turning the ball over, dude. Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Good God. Dude, Aaron Rodgers is getting eaten alive back there, dude. Dominican Sue was such a big signing. Oh my god. He was it's crazy because he just got there and he was wrecking havoc. That's Dominican Sue for you. Oh my god. I don't know. The league should have vetoed that one, bro. That's, oh <laughs> my god. Yeah. What do we think of this injury though? Jordan loves stepping in and I mean the media loves this because of you know the previous yeah, issues with Aaron Rodgers and now they get the opportunity to say is he going to lose his position due to injury? I'm not a big well, fan of that, but I mean, he hasn't, they haven't been playing well this year. Let's no, just be honest not. about that. Well, then, and he, uh, I don't remember, I think it was post conference where he said if, uh, if they're out, uh, mathematically, you know, he's not going to play through an injury. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if he, I, I really, I don't know what to believe on Aaron Rodgers, the newsman. I have to like actually watch him say that. I'll take your word on it, but unless you saw him say those words, I'd be very sus of what you read. Well, I only trust him on Pat McAfee. That's okay. I'm right there with you because <laughs> be I feel honest, like that you. man just speaks the truth on Pat McAfee. Yeah, at least whatever he believes is is what's going on. So I like him on that show, and when he's sitting up at the podium. I haven't really seen a lot of clips of him, but I do I do trust him on Pat McAfee for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a little bit different. You could tell I mean obviously they're media trained, but you could tell he's just kinda answering just to answer. Yeah. Kinda, kinda like, hey dude, like let's let's wrap this up. I wanna go go ice bath and kinda just go home and relax. Like, yeah, get your get your headline and let me go. Yeah, and he, he knows he knows they're gonna get bullshit headlines anyways. So you know what, well, here you go. Here's some clickbaits. I'm gonna go talk to my boy on Tuesday, and now we'll give him the real, the real scoop. But yeah, well, it's probably not the way you want to run your media relations, but I guess if that's how he runs them, that's how we determine he runs them. I think at this point, Aaron Rodgers don't give a fuck, dude. Why would you? I mean, they're 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 out to quote unquote get you. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, why even care? But regardless, he he's he's injured now. I don't know if it came out the official. Did you see anything official? No, I didn't it? see no official. Uh, but it's his his hand or his finger, right? Isn't that it? Well, um, he, he said he, he played. Uh, he know it was reported that he had the broken thumb, right? I think that's it. Sounds about right. Some, yeah. some broken something. Confirm it. Um, but he wasn't playing well. I think he went into the game injured, if if I remember that correctly. So also confirm that. Uh. Oh, it's not it, was, it, it doesn't look good, especially for a guy who's won the MVP back-to-back years. Kind of crazy. It was uh, his oblique. He injured his oblique muscle. That's what it is? Yeah, and then uh, his thumb's fractured. Okay, that's right. Because I think they said that before the game. Yeah, yeah. They were kind of talking about it like the, the pregame. I'm not big on giving, you know, injury excuses. But, you know, certain ones do really make a difference <laughs> well i'm not a big fan of them like after the fact well that's true because that's kind of that like difficult question is whenever you get injured you know do you voice it like are you considered injury prone at that point like that might be some thought process for a lot of these players they don't want to voice it because they get labeled as injury prone so they just play through it because that's the mentality. And then whenever, you know, they have some form of like a fallback, I guess. I don't know. I would never I if he came out and said like he did, he has a fractured thumb. He's had a fractured thumb through like last 6 games and let's say they lost the last 4 of them. I wouldn't just say, "Oh, you know, they should have a winning record because he has a broken thumb or a fractured thumb." Like yeah. that's that's stupid. But I do feel like it, you know, he probably doesn't voice it because I think they might start to ask questions and it's unwanted attention and things like that. Yeah, I, I, I think I, right. What do you think? Especially for him, especially like the unwanted attention, like especially how they weaponize any little information about him. Yeah. And, and it really, 
it kind of creates that distraction that you really don't want on like a football team. But it, it is super common. Like there was the LeBron thing on the finals where he came out with the cast after he had a bad game. It's like, dude, really? Like if you're injured, you're injured, bro. Now you're kind of like feeding to the show. But I, I would I just, say that Aaron Rodgers doesn't do that though. So yeah, I just don't have the opinion like most. Like I feel like a lot of media people do, where it's like these guys do it for any other reason than they're actually injured. You know, like it's sure maybe the one percent chance that this guy walking out like LeBron James is doing that because it might be a good look for the media, or maybe he'll get away with it. But the, these guys are like top tier athletes and competitors. They don't want excuses. Like that's not what they're looking for, man. Like if they're doing it, like they're, I feel like they're legitimately injured. Otherwise, why would you? You want to be labeled as a guy who always has an excuse? Like you're not a real winner because the end of the day, the media wins because they'll just keep labeling you your excuses, this and that, this and that. So you never really get what you want. So why would you even do it to begin with? Does that make sense? Like I just, yeah. I feel like it, it wouldn't make sense for a player to start doing that for pity. It'd be weird, especially think- with how competitive they are. Yeah, I, I think the one that comes to mind that's the total opposite of that is that Matthew Stafford, whenever he saw him uh, with the shoulder and it popped out, and he still came in and threw the the winning touchdown. Yeah, dude. And you see that, play. you're just like, dude, hell yeah. Like, you, you know, seeing stuff like that, you're kind of like, man, Matthew Stafford's going to go out there no matter like what, what, like how injured he is. But Yeah. Um, elsewhere around the league, uh, I mean – Topic of conversation is always the Jets now, which is amazing. Uh, character Mike White came out and balled, dude. 22 of 28, over 300 yards and three tuds. That's uh, absolutely demolished the Bears, 31 to 10. It's not looking good for Mills Gladiator Zach Wilson, bro. This man threw a hissy fit in an in a interview. I still can't believe he said what he said, that he it's... He doesn't hold any accountability and he shouldn't apologize to defense. It's fucking insane, dude. Like, it's like, what was it, 20, two, two inches of play yeah. in the second half or first half? What was that stat? Yeah, for play, dude, it's stupid. It's stupid. So, but it's the Mike White show. Did you, uh, you have an opinion on this? What do you think? I was seeing a lot of uh, him being done in, in the Jets. Like, and it's crazy to think that an interview could do that. I really, I really don't think if if I was a Jets player, I wouldn't want to play with him. I, I mean, how Bro, could it's you? It's so wishy washy, dude. That's such an overreaction. I love it. Okay, because I, I was okay. The Ship first time off, I heard bro. it, overreaction Monday. Let's do it. Ship him off. We don't need him. No, Zach no, no. Wilson. Okay, so when whenever I first heard it, I was like, ah, oh, no. How how can he be done? Because I mean, dude, it was it was his second uh second pick. Of course, he's not going to be done. But it's like, dude, how do you how do you go play behind the guy? I mean, it's football. Like, you're you're really putting your body on the line for that motherfucker, dude. It's like, nah. All right, yes and no. I I agree with you somewhat because he is in the hole. Zach Wilson has dug himself quite a hole here, and I don't think. I don't. Th- Who knows? Mike White could come out next week, throw four interceptions in the first quarter, and you have to put in Zach Wilson. So I don't want to say that you know he shouldn't see the field again because we don't really know what we're getting with this Mike White character, dude. Like people who are going to sit up here and say, you know this and you know that. Just look at the history of the Jets quarterbacks, dude. You don't know <laughs> shit, dude. Like yeah. they're they're always wishy washy. You just never know, and none of them have the confidence you should to play in that city for that team. Like, there just hasn't been that guy yet. I don't think it's Mike White. But he had a hell of a game, and he stirred up some conversations. I don't think you get rid of Zach Wilson. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he can grow. But that that kid, because he's a kid, he needs to get humbled. He needs needs this. Like, he needs to get shit on by the media because this is a guy we were all praising. I mean, for off-the-field things, but we were praising him, bro, let's be honest. He was playing really good. And he was playing well. I mean, he had that swag. And all of a sudden, now teammates, you know, you don't want to be in the locker room room with him and all this other stuff. It's just hard for me to imagine that it's it's boiled over so quickly 
after the high it was at, you know, at the beginning of this year. It's just like why give up on on such a high draft pick his so second silly. year in and you're still rebuilding your entire franchise. Like you're still you're still trying to build a winning culture. Like this is your first winning season in God knows how many years. So I just I feel like you don't don't get rid of the kid. Like you you might need him. He, he needs some humbling. If he if he responds the right way, then that's great. You you got yourself a possible franchise quarterback. But it you know what do you really have to lose holding on to him, bro? You were fighting that fly over there. That Dude. man that man has to die. I'm, I'm, that's the first thing I'm gonna do as soon as you get off. <laughs> I'm hunting that fly. <laughs> no, but I mean I'm with you, but I also don't like the way the coaches have kind of been handling it. Like Salah in particular, or kind of yeah, because it's it's. I wouldn't say you have to cover up for him, but at some point, you do have because of course he's still young, yeah. and like what what he did. It's something that was immature. Like it's is legit. It's immaturity of like on his part, and I kind of feel like the way the uh, the the coach was kind of just like, nah, it is it is what it is. You know, like he's he's not our quarterback right now. You know, and then benching him. I feel he he should have protected him a little bit on it, and kind of behind the scenes, like, hey, dude, like you just don't do that shit. Like just sat sat him down in the office and just fucking ripped him a new one. Like, like, dude. You you got to be accountable for like that. What you did on the field was bullshit. The press conference was bullshit. And just would, like, do you think Bill Belichick would bail out one of his players? Do you think he would do that? Because he, I, I mean, think he does do that. Dude, he threw Tom Brady under the bus all the time. Come on, but so I think his way of doing that is kind of like being dry about the situation. And we we've a lot of his press conference are is it's always a we thing. We need to get better. We've made a lot of mistakes. We're gonna work on them. On to next week, and it's always a we thing. And this was super super Zach. Like it was it was just it was super hyper focused on just him. All the press conference yeah. afterwards, it was just him. Anything that happens, like Bill Belichick when Tom Brady was there. Yeah, Tom Brady made some mistakes, but we need to work on them. And, like, no time did you hear we, the team. It was legit, like, dude, him, 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 him. And that's not good for somebody so young and so immature. That's fair, man. That's I agree I gotta, I gotta 100 million control. percent with you, dude. I, I agree 100 percent with that. I mean, you, you have to, if you're not going to take accountability, it's a team sport. It's a team sport. Can't blame the young kid, dude. You got you to... Gotta, he made a stupid, immature mistake. Didn't take accountability. He needs to be humbled. I think they're doing a good job of that. But on, at the same time, I think you're kind of alienating him from the team. Also. Yeah, dude. Like you're just you're making his road to get back more difficult than it needs to be. But I mean, that's the Jets, isn't it? Making making things more difficult than they need to be. That's kind of been their way. So I like Robert Sala as a coach. I think he's a good coach. I think he's doing a good job with this team and, and turning around the franchise, hopefully. You know, I want the Jets to be good. Um, so, yeah, I just I agree. That was really well said. I agree with what with everything you said. Um, I'm excited to see what happens, though. Yeah, we'll I, see. I wish Hard Knocks was there. That would have been cool to see. How they're handling yeah. behind the scenes. Hard Knocks has been... Let's go to that. Hard Knocks has been interesting. I've watched only the first two episodes. I haven't seen the one that came out last week. Um, but rumor or the talk around the mainstream media is Cliff and Kyler do not like each other. I don't think it's a rumor, dude. I think it's it's pretty obvious that they don't. He, even... I, I think the the narrative of he doesn't watch film was horrible for him because now every time he makes a bad decision it's legit what the fuck are you doing i mean did you see the the clip of 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 hopkins hey bro what the fuck were you seeing out there insane no, bro like for your receiver to be questioning you on what were you seeing it's whenever they're kind of chirping at each other and he's like hey what were you seeing 
kind of like dude now now you're being questioned about everything and i i don't think kyler and then whatever he did in the the media talking about we were fucked schematically come on yeah dude. fourth and inches play come on dude that that's not a we didn't go out there and we didn't execute that's like nah he fucked us up from the jump this is interesting to say the least they were paired together not too long ago went out and pluff, plucked cliff kingsbury from texas tech and drafted kyler murray and we were ecstatic they drafted josh rosen the year before and i believe nine yeah. and then turned around and first pick overall kyler murray and went out and got cliff kingsbury this was supposed to be a match made in heaven, dude. Supposed to be, dude. Just love at first sight. I mean, I loved the media on this one. Because it's not, sometimes it's so funny to watch. And 2020 is great. Hindsight's always 2020. And, you know, the LeBron and the Anthony Davis or LeBron and Russell Westbrook. I remember when they paired them together and the media was going nuts. I'm sitting here like, this is never going to work. Hey, they've been playing good. They've been playing yeah, good. Hold bro, on, bro. Russ can't shoot, and LeBron needs shooters. Regardless, this was another one where it's like Texas Tech, and now he's a head football coach in the NFL. Okay, you know what? Like, it makes you wonder if Matt Rule was handed Kyler Murray, would we see a similar product here? And is it because Cliff Kingsbury is so cool and suave and? smooth with everything that he still got a job i mean let's be honest man they've underperformed every single year didn't they finished out last year with six straight losses yeah at the end of the year playoffs no i think didn't they get knocked out first first round they they had that run i'll double check real quick while you while you tell me what you're thinking but see that's that's funny because i'm kind of leaning i mean because i'm not i'm not a big fan of the coaching because i do agree the coaching has been pretty bad but it seems like you're pretty much leaning on it's been bad coaching. But man, dude, I really don't like how Kyler's been playing. I I hate the fact that that whole he doesn't watch the film has come been coming out and the fact that there's so many videos of him not picking up blitzes, not not doing like his reads, going through his progressions, not picking up hot routes. Oh, dude, and it sucks because Kyler's super talented. He's physically gifted. He's so fast. It's funny every time they put the like the little Roadrunner music and shit. When dude, I don't know how they can't catch him. He's just so fast. He's so elusive, and nothing happens. He just runs, runs around like nothing happens. They but, lost the last four out of the last five games, but started seven and zero last year. Oh yeah, yeah, because they were undefeated for the long. Yeah, seven and zero, and then finished out uh, four out of the last five with losses. See, and then he gets Hopkins back, and he, the play goes up a bit. You know, now now you got Hopkins and Marquise Brown, you know, balling on both sides. Dude, and then the Hopkins catch, insane. Hopkins is just. He's an animal, dude. Dude. He's from a different planet. He really dude. is. His hands, everything about him. He's just, he's got a couple eyes on the back of his head. Dude. He can see through his shoulders. He can catch with his toes. I mean, it doesn't, he's a freak, dude. I love DeAndre Hopkins. Nicest guy, also. I kind of um, wish this team was doing a lot better, dude. To be honest, there's there's a lot of people that you well, would want. Got, I mean, they've lot. got a lot of pieces, dude. Like they really do. So you think it's just coaching? I mean, I'll tell you what. They're four and eight, man. And they've lost to teams like the Seahawks. They lost the Seahawks twice, man. Yeah. They lost the Rams. I mean. It's just not good. They have they have a relatively fine schedule to finish. I mean, they've got Patriots, Broncos, Buccaneers, Falcons, 49ers. I mean, they can they can beat the Broncos and the Falcons for sure. Patriots, Buccaneers, and 49ers are gonna be the difficult ones. They just lost the 49ers a couple weeks ago, or two weeks ago, 38-10. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if it's coaching. I think a little bit or more than a little bit has to do with Kyler Murray. Yeah. Uh, this is a guy that's, I mean, did not lose a football game 
in the state of Texas before going uh, to college. I mean, he was undefeated throughout his entire life until he got to college. So, and I don't remember his record in college starting, but I'm sure it was single digit losses. So he's not had to deal with a ton of adversity. And that's what I always felt like held Johnny back. Johnny Manziel is he was another guy who was gifted in any God given way you could ask, but just did not have the work ethic or the discipline. And he has, I mean, he has an addiction issue with drugs and alcohol. So, I mean, that combined with the work ethic and the discipline was never going to make it. Now, Kyler doesn't have the addictions, but he doesn't. I feel like the mentality, the mindset where he's at is not four and eight, man. Like he can't he doesn't like he doesn't pick himself up out of that. He gets more and more frustrated. And I think you can see that through hard knocks is he just gets frustrated with new teammates. People have to step in for injured players or. You know, and and this is a guy that in the offseason, like you said, I whether it was a joke or not, some sick joke, there was a clause in his contract for hundreds of millions of dollars to watch, what was it, four hours of film a week? <laughs> it was crazy, dude. Like, to do your job at a bare minimum, prepare a little bit for the games. That's a little bit of this this four and eight has to do with him, at least a little bit. And the time wasn't like, hey, we want you to study for the test. It was it was legit, like just look at your notes type of time. Yeah, <laughs> it was like the bare minimum, like just look at your yeah. notes, bro, and you'd be fine. It was so much of a joke. It just like you'd see it on Twitter, and you thought for sure it was ball sack sports. Like you, there's no way this is real. And sure enough, all you had to do was study just a little bit. So. Is it coaching? Is it Kyler? It's a little bit of both. I don't know enough about the Cardinals to tell you if it's one or the other. But, I mean, Kyler's not a loser, dude. It's a good quality in him, but he's not a good loser. So, and really not a good loser. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's it, you can tell the team, he's starting to lose the team. People seem really frustrated on the sideline. I, I, think I don't blame him, man. Like, this is this is when you're supposed to step up. You don't. Like, I I love the quarterbacks in in games like this or in seasons like this where they they take a step back and they realize, like, they are the CEO of the franchise. Like, I'm not going to pass it up to management or coaching or ownership. I'm not going to pass up that responsibility. I'm going to accept that, sit in this shit at four and eight and say, hey, we're not doing what we're supposed to do on the field. And we we need to step up. We need to do what we need to do on and off the field to get where we need to where we need to go. And I'm not seeing that out of Kyler. I'm really not. I'm seeing a lot of blame deflecting, a lot of pushing up to the coaching, a lot of, it's just not me, not me, not me. And I don't like that, dude. It's not, it's not ownership. That's not, that's not a leader. Tell about losing the players. What about Russell Wilson, dude? Bro, what's he doing now? Did you see, uh, I think it was a defensive lineman went up to him on the sideline just yelling at him, dude. Then, uh, dude, yeah, just yelling at him. And then I think it was after a sack. Like the guy does does the, the open arms celebration. <laughs> He's just open Really? Dude. A joke, bro. At this point. Broncos are living a nightmare. The fact that his extension hasn't even kicked in, they're living a nightmare. <coughs> it's so what bad. The hell? Dude, yeah, that's that's it's uh that's so bad, bad, man. This is a rough situation to see. Man, did we ever get this wrong <laughs> we thought this division was the best one afc west and i heard some some guy on nfl network or something talk about this it's like we thought this was going to be the best division in like it, it was one for the history books forever yeah afc west kansas city chargers and then vegas with uh with uh Devontae Devontae in denver with russell wilson we thought we thought this was going to be not the NFC least, bro. Dude. Bro, NFC East. They're stepping up. But yeah, Denver, man. 
you can't you can't do anything about it. You got to just you got to ride it out. Broncos country, let's ride, dude. They got to ride it out because you cannot do anything about it. It would just destroy your team for years to come to get rid of him in any way. You you just can't. That's insane. It's like two hundred fifty yeah. million. You can't. It yeah. makes. And who's who's gonna trade for him? Nobody. No, that's what I'm saying. Like you can't you can't do anything with him. Like he he's just gonna sit there and he's gonna he's hopefully he gets better. Okay. I mean, this is really bizarre. I mean, he's I don't I don't believe he's this bad. Okay. Like, so I I think that what sucks is I think this was gonna play out. He's, he has to get a new coach just because they're gonna have to blame somebody and you can't blame the one person you can't get rid of. They're gonna have to get a new coach. Next year, if the same shit happens, they can't just keep getting new coaches, dude. Who who could they get to turn that around? Because I mean, obviously the Seahawks were doing something. I mean, G- Gino Gino's fucking was balling out. Was it was it all the coaching and the Seahawks? Uh, I mean, Pete Carroll's a hell of a coach. So it could be, it could be a lot him. Uh, Russell Wilson is the one on the field, so it has to be at least somewhat him. Um, yeah, I mean, he made spectacular throws. And Nathaniel Hackett, dude, Nathaniel Hackett is is a is a miss. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we knew this from the from the opening game. I mean, he's just making really really bad decision making towards the end. Oh, of the game. Like makes Mike McCarthy looks like it look like a genius. genius. So. I think you got to get rid of him. Um, and I would not underestimate the benefit of a good coach to a quarterback that needs it. You know, I, I think putting the right pieces together can make a difference. Um, I mean, look at Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Okay, but at, at this point, okay, let's say you're a coach. It's, it's Russell, you see Russell Wilson last year, it, it was, hey, we got Russell. Would you want to come coach here? You'd be like, "Fuck yeah!" You just got Russell. Bet that's 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 a great piece on the chessboard. Now it's like, do you, do you want the headache? Is Russell really that guy? So you think it's a deterrent or no? Nah, it was just bad coaching. Russell Russell could could do some winning because they got pieces around him. His receiving core is really good. They got pieces around him. The defense the defense is superb. I would not underestimate. The question: Would you like to be one of the thirty-two? That's true. <laughs> NFL head coaches. <laughs> That's I wouldn't underestimate that. I mean that 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 question has a lot of power. Um, from all the things we've heard about how Russ is, though, personally, I think you definitely got to get a meeting. You know, at least a couple meetings with him and see how you jive and whoever can take on that task. I don't think this is a guy you're going to bully around. I don't think that's what the locker room needs. I think, you know, they yeah. need like a star manager kind of person, like a person who's going to kind of bring the locker room together, not really run it like a drill sh- drill sergeant. Um, I think that would that would hurt him even more. And I think Nathaniel Hackett's pretty weak. I don't think he has a lot of respect from his players. I mean, they're they're fucking terrible this year. So why would you give him respect? Um, he's made questionable calls since day one, and I'm sure he's a nice guy. I mean, hope he's a great guy. Just saying, he's a good coach. not not a good coach, not doing a good job here. Uh, but another another day, another Russ Wilson meme or some shit like that. Something happened with him. I feel bad for the Broncos fans. I've got a couple friends that are uh, Broncos fans. I feel bad for them. They don't deserve this. They were so excited. They really don't deserve this. <laughs> so sad. And it's for years to come. It ain't gonna get any like, better. And it's even worse because like it's either the longest like play ever by Russell Wilson just to be fooling all of us by being the super serious guy and doing all this just cringe ass shit. And like thinking that, you know, he means it, or I don't know if he's trolling us or what, but this is insane, like how ignorant he is to what's really going on. I mean Crazy, crazy, yeah. dude. Broncos country. Let's. Ra- I mean, he's saying at the end of interviews, dude. It is so fucking cringe. <laughs> it is so cringe. <laughs> hey, <laughs> everything he does is so cringe, dude. Now he's like walking away. He's like, let's ride. 
That's right. It's so so weird, man. I don't get it. Oh my goodness. Hey, I'm I'm glad he still does it though. I'm glad he Bro, he's still riding, dude. He's still riding. He's trying. Uh World Cup. Anything to say about the World Cup, bro? Uh hopefully We're, uh, we gotta win tomorrow. Yeah, I was about to say, hopefully we win tomorrow. That's that's the main thing I care about. Mexico lost. Makes it kind of hard for Mexico to go into the 16, the group of 16. They'll need a, a Poland win and a win for them. Or if Argentina wins, they need Argentina and their win to be a differential of five goals. So if Argentina wins by four goals, they need to win by one. But it's kind of... Slim slim chance for Mexico to advance. Kind of sucks. Yes, his favorite right now. Barely. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Although, U.S. played a great game against England. Yeah. They, they took over the midfield, which uh, in, the English team has really good midfielders. They had Rashford on the bench for, for a while, though, which was kind of surprising. But they took over that midfield. They they were dominating that midfield. They, they were they were bullying the English team, which was super surprising. the The USA men's team has been playing fantastic, dude. They're way better than I was expecting this year. I, I was expecting them to play good, but they've been playing fast. The only thing is, the one thing that this this World Cup has really showed was how much you value a striker. Somebody like Mbappe, who is just going to score a goal. Oh, except Brazil. Brazil has midfielders and, and fucking defenders that they're all shooting from everywhere. But every other team has been struggling. They've been having clear chances and dude, they just can't they, they can't get the ball to hit the back of the net and it's 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 been hurting a lot of really good teams. But man, France, France too. France France is just scoring on Will with Mbappe. Mbappe is like a cheat code right now. Seems like France and Brazil are yeah, favorite. The final, that's who we're gonna see. <coughs> it seems like yeah. that seems like the trajectory. Guitar gets knocked out in their own tournament. Very first ones to do it and the fastest to do it in a thousand years, I think. It's pretty insane. pretty funny. Um hate to spend three hundred billion and only last three days. <laughs> Did you see uh, uh Saudi Arabia players? Yeah, they got the Rolls Royces. Yeah, the fans are cheering for him That's to get so Rolls Royces. Awesome. And then the the next day after they beat Argentina, there was a national holiday. They got they got out of school. That's awesome. That's so, so awesome, dude. I love that. Um, yeah, Brazil is is. I mean, what what is his name? Uh, Chris Chris Is that yeah. his name? That dude. He did the the bicycle, bicycle. kick. Oh my god. That is insane, and I, I don't know if Richardson was a uh, was expecting him to. It looked like he was trying to pop the ball down, but dude, it looks so beautiful with it popping up and just that reaction of just oh, I'm just gonna kick it. Oh my god, that was great. Portugal's yeah. also got six points. Love to see that. Want to see yeah. more of Cristiano. Cristiano. I've I really haven't watched any Cristiano or he's been doing good. He's, yeah. he's been he's been playing really, really good. I mean, it's been a shitty year for him in Manchester, so it's good to, uh, for him to come out to the World Cup and and play really yeah, so well. So what happened to him with Manchester? He just they're just not not good, so they split up. Nah, there's 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 like so he did the interview and there's like a couple things going on. There was one with uh with his son passing away. He went to uh to the to the hospital. This, there's like the popular interview where that was one of the big things where he went and the coaching kind of the coach kind of he wasn't like nah like you're bullshitting or he kind of just questioned him about going it so that he's been kind of feuding with the coaches and stuff like that so after he made the interview and kind of like talked a lot about it and brought it out to light the the coaching staff and like the owners were like no and they ended up terminating his contract Jeez. He's a free agent. Jeez. I do. He made, some of his, made fun of his son dying? Is that what you said? That's crazy. No, I mean, he didn't make fun of him, but, like, he kind of questioned, like, 
hey, where are you going? And that's that's one of those things that you just kind of just, hey, my my I had a tragic like family emergency. Yeah, you know, hey, you fuck off. You know, yeah, you, you don't have to ask like, oh, what happened? You know what I mean? It's just one of those like, hey, I got a family emergency. I gotta go. You gotta go, dude. And then he's Again, been. It goes back to the fact like, why would he not want to win? Like, what are these guys just like? These super yeah, great right? competitive guys, like they're not just taking a day off for no reason. Like, why, especially why him. <laughs> the motherfucker don't look like that just because he fucking sits around and eats exactly. whatever he wants to. Like he's he's highly invested in, in in like performing, and the fact that he would he would be benched like full games, dude. <laughs> like you you would really want to bench him a full game. It's like man, yeah. It was, it was a lot of politics going on, but. Mm. I mean, don't be surprised. I think within a couple of years, there's talks of Messi coming to Miami already. Yeah, I saw that. And then uh, Cristiano years ago said, uh, I, I want to end my career in America. So, don't be fucking. Imagine Messi and Ronaldo in the States, dude. It'd be crazy. I'd love it'd be, that. It would be fantastic. I, uh, I, have to, I have to bring this up before we wrap up. A&M did, did beat LSU. I did, yeah. 20, 23. That was, that was just absolutely just amazing. It was just nutty. That's how I describe it. Does that make like a shitty year? Like, you know what? Oh, yeah. 100%. I'm not even upset at Jimbo anymore. We're, we ended the year 5-7. and seven. I'll take it. That's a damn good looking 5-7. and seven. Sitting right next to the taking down LSU's chances yeah. of making it to the college football playoff. That was that's all I ever cared about. It's it's like if we beat Alabama and we yeah, if we go one and eleven, but we beat Alabama or <laughs> LSU, like I don't give a shit. <laughs> we beat Alabama That's or the- LSU. I mean, they're it's it's the best. So and Devon A Chain, I mean, oh my god, he's just he's the best, man. He's so good. He's such a great running back. Michigan, Ohio State, that was another great game. Michigan actually uh. just demolished Ohio State, which I love to see. Yeah, and dude, Michigan was like plus eight, like before the game. For them to come out and fucking ball out. That was a good yeah. game, though. That was a good one. Uh, yeah, USC, Notre Dame, USC has a chance to make the college football playoff, which I'm really glad that I don't watch Colin Coward anymore because I would get really, really, really tired. Foaming at the mouth. Yeah. I told you. I told you. He's going to put him so on the back. Lincoln him. Riley. Huh? I'm so glad I stopped watching him. Oh, I'm I was I'm done watching him. There's a guy I was uh thinking about this. They so they're changing all their shows, right? Like yeah, they keep changing all their shows. Um, Enjoy Taylor, I guess, is now on the show after yeah, Colin Coward, which is interesting. And I haven't even watched it since they brought. I guess it's that there's a guy that sits in with him now. Uh, I don't even know his name, but he's all right. Yeah, 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 he's all right. I don't, I don't really watch him anymore. I actually purposely tell my turn my television off so he doesn't get my one viewer point. I don't want him to get the points from me. I won't allow it. Uh, just not a big fan of his. Just, just don't like him. I, think he's, I will he's say great at what he does. I just don't like his opinions. Joy Taylor is extremely entertaining. Yeah, dude, even... she's the best. <laughs> So she has like that podcast she does, dude. Her guests are like really cool. She gets like really good guests, and she, the conversations she has, are legit. Like if Colin Cowherd's interviewing somebody, you're just like, okay, somebody wrote these fucking questions for you. But whenever Joy Taylor has guests and she's talking to people, it's legit. Oh, I'm a fan, and I want to fucking know this. Yeah, and dude, dude, just just the dynamic of like Joy, and then Joy Taylor knows her fucking shit, dude. Yeah, Joy Taylor is so smart, like sports wise, and like she's super entertaining, and I I love her takes. She's really good. I do like her podcast more than the what she'd be doing on the show, though. Yeah, I don't really watch that show. They got somebody on there that looks like JF Saturday, HF Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> you lost me when you put somebody that looks like Jeff. Saturday. <laughs> it's Jeff Saturday, HF Saturday. That's who it is. Uh, South Carolina Spencer Rattler took down Clemson also 31 30. Clemson sucks. They went 10 and 2. 
and we beat LSU. That's all I care about. Two fans, you know where to find us. Oh, Mississippi State took down Ole Miss also. Yeah. Just take down. Uh, North Carolina lost to NC State, double overtime. It's another one. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, two fans, you know where to find us. At Slice Devils Pod, at Slice Devils Podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, eventually David will return to us if we just keep putting it out into the world. Now, he's enjoying his honeymoon right now, so. Uh, he will be back next week, and uh, we will talk Thursday.